Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is February 2nd, and our reading comes from Matthew chapter 25. Now, if you remember from the last two days, we were studying Matthew 24, where Jesus talked about the signs of the end times. Well, now in chapter 25, he shifts focus a little bit and he's talking to us about how do we get ready? How do we live between now and then? Beginning in verse one, Jesus says this, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps. But the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. So most scholars believe that what Jesus is describing is the period of the tribulation, where you've got these believers who are there, and because of what's happening in the tribulation, there's a a heightened awareness that Jesus is the Son of God, and they're looking for His return. However, because there's a delay, because there's a seven-year period, they kind of lose sight of that. They get a little lazy. They lose focus, and they're not prepared. So that's kind of what's happening. In verse 6, it says, at midnight, they were aroused by a shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. So they're surprised. It's unexpected. It kind of catches everybody off guard. Well, verse 7, all the bride maids got up, they prepared their lamps, and then the five foolish ones asked the others, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. They're running short of oil. But the others replied, we don't have enough for all of us. Go to the shop and buy yourself some oil. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Now, when Jesus shows up, when the Messiah returns, the five wise bridesmaids got to go into the marriage supper of the Lamb. Now, the marriage supper of the Lamb is happening in heaven during the seven-year tribulation. So on earth, when the tribulation, God's wrath is being poured out on the earth, all the believers are in heaven celebrating our union with Christ. So that's one of the reasons so many people believe that Jesus is describing the period during the tribulation here because when the wise bridesmaids are taken, they go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Now, why didn't they share their oil? Well, I think this is important just to recognize. When Jesus returns, I don't have the capacity to give my faith to somebody who's faithless right? So that is a personal thing. This isn't about actual oil. Remember, this is a metaphor and it's representing the spirit. It's representing God's life and work in my heart. So if I'm not cultivating that and then Jesus shows up, well, I can't get somebody else to give me. I can't borrow their faith. I can't borrow the work of God. I can't borrow the spirit of God. 
I got to get that myself, right? So that's what's being described in the passage. Verse 11, later when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. They want to escape the tribulation. But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch for you do not know the day or hour of my return. So we want to live every day as if Jesus is coming back today. He tells us one more parable about that idea. Verse 14, he says again, in other words, here's the same theme. Be ready. Live as if Jesus may return today. He says the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to the other, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. So the first thing to notice is that we will be held responsible for what we've been given, but what we've been given is based on our ability. So God is going to hold all of us responsible for what has been trusted to us, both in our talent and our resource. Verse 16, the servant who received the five bags of silver immediately invested the money, earned five more. The servant with the two bags invested it, earned two more. The servant with one bag dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. Well, after a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account for how they used his money. So just remember, when God trusts us with money, with resource, he's still the owner. We're the steward. We're the manager. And so Jesus returns to see what did we do with what we were responsible for managing. And one day we're going to have to give an account for that. How did we manage what belonged to God? Well, verse 20, the servant who had five had earned five more. And the master was full of praise. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. Now I'm going to give you many more responsibility. Let's celebrate together. So the one who was given five... He handled it well and was given even greater responsibility. So how we handle what God has trusted us with during this life on the earth will determine the amount of responsibility and trust we have in eternity. Well, verse 22, the servant who had two, he invested, got two more. Once again, he said, well done, let's celebrate together. Verse 24, the servant with one said, I buried it in the ground. I knew that you were a harsh man, harvesting crops where you didn't plant, gathering crops where you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I'd lose your money, so I hid it in the ground. Look, here's your money back. The master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you at least deposit my money in the bank and earn some interest? So then he said, take the money from the servant and give it to the one with 10 bags, the one who had five and earned five more. To those who use well what they're given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing with what little they have, what they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant out into outer darkness where they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
So when God returns, the one who only had a bag, what he had was taken away and it was given to someone God could trust to invest it in the kingdom. And all of this, I think, is a real challenge to us. How do we look at our life this way? How do we think about our talents our opportunity, our resource, our education, our relationships, our experiences. How can we leverage what has been trusted, what we've been entrusted with? How can we leverage it to build the kingdom of God and to be a blessing to all people? Because one day Jesus is going to return and we're going to have to give an account for all that he made us responsible for. So listen, let's do our best to invest and build the kingdom of God, his family together so that one day when he returns, we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into your rest. Let's celebrate together. Man, don't you want to hear that? I sure do. Come on, let's pray for that. Father, thank you so much for this warning. We want to be ready. We want to live every day with anticipation. Today could be the day that you return. So God, we want to make sure we got plenty of oil, that our lamp is burning, that we are on the lookout, that we're cultivating the work, the oil of God. We're cultivating the work of God in us. We're being with Jesus We're becoming like Jesus. We're doing what Jesus did. So we're cultivating that work so that when you return, we'll be ready. We won't miss it. And God, you have trusted and trusted all of us with resource and relationships and and tools and experience and talents. And God, we want to leverage all of that to build your kingdom, to bless people, to bring honor and glory to your name so that one day we will stand before you and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in, let's celebrate. Enter into your rest. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.